Uh, a man who'd love to be out here uh, today is uh, injured magpie Patrick Lipinski, who's been out with the uh, shoulder um, uh, complaint, of course, but hoping to be back in the next few weeks. But he's been good enough to join us here in the box. Uh, Paddy, good to see you. Yeah, good to see you too. Thanks for having me on. A few weeks? Yeah, probably four or five weeks. Not too sure yet. Close to the bye week, um, thereabouts. Could be after, could be before. Before, but yeah, not too sure yet. Where do you go as a, uh, a spectator when you're so used to being out there in the cut and thrust of it? Well, actually, everyone always says, "Oh, we're always so anxious in the stands watching Collingwood," you know. And I'm always like, when you're playing, you're just so in the moment. But I've actually felt it a bit the last few weeks. You get really into it, you know. The Anzac Day game I was on my feet screaming when we won, like every other Collingwood fan. <laughs> so I just feel like a fan with a, a bit more informed opinion on what's going on because I know what our structures and stuff are like. But um, yeah, it's been it's been fun. So when you're in the stands, you must feel pretty confident. I mean, the, the raw numbers of the last uh, what year and seven games is that uh, Chief Collingwood's in a close game. You're getting over the line more often than not. Yeah, exactly. It's Incredible. Even the opposition teams, you can tell they know that we're coming. Um, it's just been amazing the last yeah year with the comebacks that we've been able to achieve. Um, you know, probably probably ten comebacks now. Um, in three-quarter time, we're down and we've won. So um, there's great belief with the whole team with how we're going to play in the fourth quarters. And and it's probably the most spoken about thing is the, the spirit of, of Collingwood at the moment. Who would have thought we were talking about it in that kind of context? But what is it like to, to be a Collingwood player, particularly over the last couple of seasons where you've been able to have these tight wins? Everyone is now a fan of Collingwood, which we never thought would be the case. But what is it like to, to be a Collingwood player at the moment? Yeah, it's amazing. It's, you know, if you have one of those wins in a year, it really brings the group together and it's just one of the best moments. And, you know, we had probably seven or eight last year. The last three or four weeks we've had similar wins and it just, yeah, really brings everyone together and makes the vibes around the club so awesome. And, um, yeah, it's just awesome to be able to be part of such a team that never gives up and it's just so much fun. And coming across from, from the dogs, Pat, you know, you're learning off the likes of, of Pendlebury and Sidebottom. What is it like to, to play around those guys? Yeah, it's awesome. I had some great people to learn off at the Bulldogs as well and then to come to Collingwood and have those, you know, superstars of the game with Pendles and Sidey. They've just got such a wealth of knowledge. Every experience that we're going through, they've already had. So, um, yeah, they're awesome leaders and just trying to pick their brains a little and learn little things that they do on and off the field has been awesome. And speaking of more leaders, you, you've got Darcy Moore now, who's taken the reins off Pendlebury this season. What's his captaincy been like? I mean, we've seen it from afar and, and we speak of, of how, how good he's been and, and the way he talks and presents himself. But what's it like in, in, in your four corners? Yeah, he's awesome. He's a really kind of relationship-building kind of player. So, you know... 45th guy on the list to the first guy he's getting around everyone catching up relationship based and on field you see him just demanding people to be in the right spot and he's encouraging and then you know the way he speaks is just incredible and like you wouldn't want anyone else representing your club when anytime he has to be speaking in front of the public he's just amazing so yeah he's awesome to have as captain but i'm always keen to speak to guys who you know swap clubs and and the things they pick up on that are the little subtle differences between footy clubs? Because you think, you think of 18 clubs uh, in this very professional game with the amount of money in the game and the amount of full-time staff and everyone around you and high-performance environments, that there's not much that would separate all the clubs. But when you jumped across, what were the, a few things that you just noticed internally that sort of separated Collingwood from the Bulldogs? Uh, there's a lot of similarities, like in terms of scheduling and everything that's probably pretty similar throughout the 
18 clubs. But the biggest difference probably from the Bulldogs to Collingwood is Bulldogs is a very skill-based team. So a lot of the training is uh, a lot of skills involved in, you know, our running and all that is in football drills. And that comes out in how they play. They're a very highly skilled team. Whereas at Collingwood, there was a lot more running and um, focus on our pressure and, like, fight. and um, So that kind of training was a lot different. I wasn't used to doing specific running drills. Bulldogs, it was all in the drills. You still work very hard, but um, that was the main difference I found. Um, but, yeah, both, uh, you know, clubs seem to, to work well. You know, Bulldogs, great team, and we're obviously going really well at Collingwood at the moment. So, yeah, there's similarities and differences. Your coach uh, has indeed himself to everyone. I mean, we hear him in a regular uh, fortnightly segment on our station, uh, SEN. He coaches from the boundary. That's the most animated I've ever seen him as he rode every single possession at the end of uh, last week. Did a great apprenticeship as an assistant coach, but go back to his premiership years. He was uh, well, identified as a little bit of a scallywag, you know, the man who organised the footy trips and wasn't really pinpointed as maybe a senior coach all those years ago. But he just seems to be a guy that you, you want to jump out of your skin to play for. Yeah, he's amazing. And I guess similar to Darcy as our captain, he's just a great relationship builder and he really builds every player up on the list, um, telling them what their strengths are. So every time you run out in the ground, you know what you're really good at and how you can help the team. He doesn't really focus on the negative sides of anyone's games. And even when we lose, he's still 80% positive, 20% uh, room for improvement. So, yeah, he's an amazing coach. And then having him on the boundary line so animated like we saw last week was awesome and he just cares for his team so much. So, yeah, he couldn't, he couldn't be a better coach. He's awesome. What about the opposition here today? I mean, this is a club with incredible history, being up around as a contender more seasons than not for as long as we can remember. You know, great culture, back to the wall today for them. So, you, you, I mean, no doubt internally you're expecting a pretty, uh, a pretty big response from the Swans. Yeah, we know how good they are. They beat us both times last year. They're such a tough team to play against. And like you said, they've got such a strong culture at the club. So, yeah, we know they're going to come out firing and um, bring all their strengths that they're really good at. So, yeah, it's going to be a great game. But, um, yeah, looking forward to it. Give me the one at Collingwood that maybe us people in the media don't talk about enough, Paddy, that maybe deserves some more juice. Well, I'd, I'd probably have like three. I'd say like Bo McCreary. He's a, yep. the forward and he just is just a bull. He's the best tackler I've seen. He's so good. Um, I'd have John Noble off halfback. Oh, he, he, he probably got some recognition this week, but he never does. Yep. And he is amazing. Yep. He doesn't make mistakes. He's just, yeah, he's so good. And then another one would be Nathan Murphy. Yep. He's been probably getting a bit more recognition this year, but since he's come into the team midway through last year, he's helped us so much and I uh, love playing with all those guys. Gee, you've identified three good ones there. And, and the other one, I mean, I think he's now starting to get a bit of respect and that's Brody Majacek. Oh, yeah. He's playing undersized at times, but I can't think of too many contests that he loses when the ball's in his area. Nah, he doesn't. He doesn't lose contests. He he will bring it to ground, and no matter how how out of position he is, he um, he'll get it to ground. But you know, I think he's won the goal kick in the last four years or so. So I'm sure he's got some recognition, but he's very underrated as well. He has, yeah. but I don't think probably enough. enough but I think yeah. I feel like, I feel like he's more in the conversation of. Uh, earning respect. It might have been Nathan Buckley, I think, at the start of this week, who said, no, no, he's, uh, don't, don't talk about him as a sort of second or third forward or maybe, you know, filling uh, the void of someone better. He is a guy that can play as a legitimate standalone forward. Yeah, absolutely. He's awesome and, you know, he always bobs up for two or three goals no matter, you know, no matter what and he's, uh, he's very handy around goals. He'll, 
He'll always kick it through. So, yeah, he's an unbelievable player. You've just commented that you'd maybe like to sit in here for the day because <laughs> when, uh, when you're an injured player, you've got to go sit in the stand. Often the camera will pan to the injured players. You all look like you need a heater around you. It's probably not fun when you can't even move around and actually just uh, you know, sweat it out in the footy field because you wouldn't notice clearly the cold when you're in the, the middle of uh, a pretty hectic game. No, nah, the only time you notice it is probably when you run out after half time and you're like, wow, this is so freezing. A bit nippy, but once you get the adrenaline going, you're, you're always fine. Whereas in the stands, it's yeah, it's pretty cold. So you guys have it good up here in the commentary box with the heaters pumping on 21, I'm sure. Maybe like you can come back through the twos this week. Cause, yeah, point jelly brand. That's a tough day at the office. Yeah. I love Williamstown. It's a great ground, but maybe not in the middle of May. <laughs> no, it's a great club, but it's always a tough task going out there, which is their biggest advantage. They know that exactly most right. teams are having to talk themselves into getting up for that game. So, um, no, they're a great club in the VFL. Really appreciate you coming in. Hopefully back sooner rather than later. You're a, a terrific addition to the uh, Pies uh, last year. But uh, the Magpies in a great spot. Could go back top of the table and building on the foundations of last year. So good luck in the uh, continued rehab. Beautiful. Thanks for having me.